Hello everybody, welcome to our weekly Navi Shi'ur. That means class is in the Prophets. Today we will begin with an introductory Shi'ur, an introductory class to Sefer Shoftim. This is the biblical book of Judges. The book of Judges is the most interesting and wild ride of all of the Nevi'im. I'll explain a little bit right now, and then I will explain using the key of this class in the classes that I hope to uh, give that go through the book of Judges. Sefer Shoftim has 21 chapters, and the reason why it is, in my view, the wildest and most interesting of all of the books of the Nevi'im is because it has many stories, and in many respects, as we will see, the stories are not really meant to be taken as practical guidance for life. Because you see, Sefer Shoftim, the book of Judges, covers approximately three and a half centuries of the history of the Jewish people between the death of Yehoshua, that's Joshua who was Moshe Rabbeinu's successor, and the uh, the life of Shmuel Hanavi, the prophet Samuel, who is the topic of about half of the next book, which is Sefer Shmuel. Sefer Shoftim has wild stories because in these three and a half centuries, and here is the key to the whole book, the Jewish people, Klal Yisrael, grow from the grassroots on their own. You see, one of the ways that Jewish history could have happened but did not happen, is that either Moshe, or in one sense, perhaps Yehoshua, would have entered the land, would have begun the conquest of the Holy Land, and unlike the way that things turned out with Yehoshua, completed the conquest of the Holy Land. So imagine a history, I'm making this up of course, in which Yehoshua enters the Holy Land with the Jewish people, and conquers everything. Just goes ahead and in the course of a few decades, conquers the entire land, Midan Va'ad Be'er Sheva, as the expression goes. From north all the way to the south, and then everybody lived happily ever after. Yehoshua would be acknowledged as the king, as the Melech, and then the kingdom of the Jewish people would begin. After you have imagined that, you will realize that that is not what happened. Instead, what happened was Yehoshua conquered a nice chunk of land, but left seven tribes without any permanent inheritance. And also the tribes that were taken by Yehoshua, meaning the tribes of Yehuda and Yosef, which subdivides into Ephraim and Manasseh, were left with lands that still had pockets of resistance and the old inhabitants whose communities still remained. The lesson here, meaning the historical lesson, and the reason why Sefer Shoftim has to happen, and why we could not have a shortcut to history, is because in order for something to be truly lasting, in order for something to be truly meaningful, it has to grow. It cannot be imposed from above. For Hashem to simply decree, this is the way it must be, or even to use a historical model, for a human leader, as great or as powerful, as dynamic as that human leader might be, for a leader to say, this is the way it must be, 
and we will decree and centralize everything and you will all be told that this is the law and you have to accept everything as a from the top bottom to bottom model is something that simply does not work because it will not last. Because since those at the bottom, meaning the grassroots, the ordinary populace, does not internalize these lessons, these lessons are only imposed from above, then as soon as the first challenge come, comes, the lesson will break. And the people will break because they never truly came to understand it. There are many examples of this throughout history, that you had a powerful dictator. Even if the dictator was widely admired, but you had a powerful leader. But the people simply did not understand where that leader was coming from. Truly. Once the leader died, everything collapsed. So Sefer Shoftim is about this lesson. It's a long lesson. It's a lesson that takes about four centuries. But it is the lesson of four centuries that is encapsulated, Lahavdil, in the Federalist Papers. If you don't know what the Federalist Papers are, there are a series of essays that were written in the late 1780s to explain to the American people how a national government was best. And in these dozens of essays, the writers who were part of the founding fathers of the United States tried to explain to the people living in the United States why a national government was best. In a way, in a very important way, Lahavdil again, Sefer Shoftin, the Book of Judges, is going to endeavor to explain step by step and explain how the Jewish people understood step by step that their loose confederation of tribes and people doing whatever they wanted was simply not going to be sufficient for the Jewish people to do well. So we are going to begin in the next class by describing in each case, in each chapter, the lesson. And the lesson will always be how the Jewish people had to muddle through and figure out a way to succeed, even though they did not have national unity. Thank you for allowing me to explain this introductory idea to you. And I hope now to begin in the next class on this topic, chapter one of this amazing book. Thank you all for listening.